Blog Talk Radio. Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only gonna give you the realest talking. Boxing, 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 boxing. Outsiders Boxing Midweek show coming at you in full effect at our regularly scheduled time. Wednesday evening, 9 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. on the West Side. Name of this show, the E in ESPN stands for European because that's what they're pushing on America's number one sports station. Probably, you know. I don't know if it's number one anymore, but when you think of sports and you think of America, when you're in America and you think of sports, you're thinking of ESPN. But now they might as well be called the zone because we're just getting a lot of Europeans out here fighting. But that's neither here nor there. The B and blog talk stands for BS. Uh, We definitely did do a show last week, uh, last not last week, on Sunday at the beginning of the week. On Sunday, um, I don't know what Blog Talk did, but it never came out. For those of you who don't know, we're going to start the show off on Sundays at the original boxing time. That's going to be 11 p.m. Central, 9, I said p.m., 11 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. on the west side on Sundays. That's going to be what we're going with from now on. We'll see how long. RC last on that. But that's what we're going to go with now. But, man, we've got not too much to talk about when it comes to sports, but when it comes to boxing. But I think we're going to have a good talk today because we've got some some comments, a pound-for-pound list from Andre Ward. We're going to talk about Ruiz's comments on top rank. We're going to um, analyze that and uh, see what the guys think about his words that I think RC sent us, or maybe JP sent that to us today. I think that was a good topic. Um, Tyson Fury versus Tom Schwartz for the so-called lineal heavyweight title. You know, I'm sure I'll talk about that later. In a pretty interesting fight, also on ESPN. I think this is probably going to be during the daytime, maybe. Josh Warrington versus Kid Galahad for the IBF featherweight title but before we get that uh before we get to everything let me get to the team see if we can get rc on the line we've been texting for the last 10 minutes now all of a sudden he's nowhere to be shown seen but the guy who is on the line my man from inglewood well out there in inglewood i don't think he's from inglewood necessarily but he's in inglewood now moved on up like the jeffersons we're going to take it to the Southern California, out there in the L.A. area. To my man, J.P. J.P., 
What's popping today, man? I know you out there on that baseball, which is probably softball, but you call it baseball. No, man, just taking or taking in the uh, all the NBA stuff going down. But um, no, excited to be in the building. I think it's even though the weekend looks slightly slim on the fights, we got some great storylines and narratives out there in boxing. And boy, has that Andy Ruiz really stirred the heavyweight division, stirred emotions of people, pundits around the sport, and has brought an entire new fan base to the heavyweight division. So good storylines out there, man. Let's get into them whenever you're ready, brother. Yeah, before we get into it, my man RC is in the building. So we're going to take it to Central California to my man RC, see how he's doing out there. RC, what's popping? RC. Oh, RC. Uh, that's a little inside. I don't know this boy, RC. Oh, I don't know what's going on. Let me let me try him again. See if RC. I don't know what the hell is going on out here. Hey, RC. Oh, you. Man. Hey, RC. You all. Real funny, Willis. You know, I could see you doing some stand-up <laughs> at, at, at Amateur Hour at oh, multiple clubs around, around Houston, Texas. But I'm good. I'm running a little late. Uh had a, a long, long, long run jog right now in 105-degree weather out here. My phone got too hot, and it had to take a 10-minute rest. So as soon as that had happened, I had to put it aside over here and just walked inside. And cooling down right now. It's hot as fuck out here right now. So, yeah, man, I'm just. I'm chilling, sipping this water, and trying to cool my ass down myself. But real funny, though, Willis, get out, I'm about to block you off my Snapchat. You get to keep on taking stuff. I don't let nobody screenshot none of my stuff on Snapchat. So you better be oh, real hey. the next time you try and clown on me. Hey, just for everybody to know, you know, just to, you know, just to go behind the curtains, I think they like to call it. You know, this guy, RC, I think he's at. What you had on, uh, on Snapchat, RC? Go ahead. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, well, well, this guy, R.C., on Snapchat, you probably just look him up. Uh, he's out here doing, uh, you know, baby filters, either posting baby filters with pacifiers and stuff. I don't know. R.C. pulling the light skin thing. What was it earlier that you explained to J.P. where he understand real quickly? What was that all about? Yeah, yeah, he was wondering what that was all about. You know, he said he was too old, and I just said it's just some, uh, you know, it's just light skin things, though. You know things that light skin <laughs> brothers do, man. So, you know, with a wave cap, he had a wave cap oh, on, no man. waves, a baby with no waves and a wave cap. But hey, we're this really is learning what it a is, lot man. about RC. We're really <laughs> learning a lot about RC lately. R. Kelly, Aries, That was unexpected, man. My homegirl from back in the high school days posted that picture. <laughs> Really, <laughs> man, those are the same size. Days, man, RC looked like he was the guy. RC looked like he was he was the tallest guy in fifth grade, and then that was it. So, I know if I was looking grew. at Nelly or what, my motherfucker looked just like Nelly. The chingy. Well, it wasn't those goddamn fifth grade shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that looked like the fifth grade. <laughs> Yeah, where the cheeky, the cheeky look, dog, the Nelly, the Durant. There you go. Talk about the cheeky. 
Hey, but RC, my guy, man. Hey, let's go. Let's get let's get to let's get to the uh, the yeah, fight, black. man. Like I said, the E and ESPN stands for European because that's what they've been giving us. You know, they've been pushing it down our throats, and it's been you know you got Lomachenko, you got Fury. You know, I guess that there's uh, Kovalev, I believe, is one of their guys. He's not really European per se, but I think but I think he is. But yeah, um, we got Tyson Fury. Uh, oh, putting up shit. his so-called lineal, lineal championship uh, belt, heavyweight championship belt up against Tom Swartz, who's 24-0 with 16 KOs. Um, you know, I think this is on, is this on ESPN Plus? I think this is just on regular ESPN free fight. Um, I'm not very interested in this shit, but I'm sure I'll be watching it, man. I, I don't have too much to say. I know RC was, uh, you know, he was looking forward to, Tom Swartz whooping Fury's ass, which I, I doubt is going to happen, but you never know. As we saw a couple of weeks ago with Andy Ruiz Jr., you never really know what's going to happen when it comes to these heavyweights because one good shot or, you know, one uh, yeah, one good shot can change, can change the whole picture, the whole picture of the heavyweight boxing game. So, RC, man, I'm not very interested in this fight. I think Tyson Fury took the duck. You know, he took the triple G route. Um, except he's not fighting a black guy. He's just fighting some – he's not even fighting a black guy. He's fighting some guy, Tom Swartz, you know, who doesn't have any L's, but nobody really cares about – nobody knows. I don't think I've even seen him fight. Uh, are you interested in this fight at all? I mean, tell me about it, RC. Well, uh, on a different level from uh, Gennady Golovkin, I think that – uh, one thing that slipped past our nose the last time around uh, with uh, Gennady Golovkin's opponent was that he was, I believe, ranked 81st in all of the guys around that around that weight class and, and, and as a fighter overall. I don't think Tom Swartz is that. He's ranked number 56. Enough. Well, that's better than 81 or 89, whatever it was. So, Seventh the best fighter out of Germany. Yeah, you never know, man. You never know with the Germans out there. So, and if you just go and look at some of the O's that he's captured, he's got he's got a couple of them on the way up. So it's not like he was, you know, doing the Canelo route, fighting a bunch of uh, a corn man, corn on a cob man on a bicycle for thirty six fights before he picked up a step up in comp. So it's not no, I mean, it's not the best of competition. That's that's moving up in the next fight for Tyson Fury, but. Uh, you know, I like the I like the the size of him. I, to me, going at the presses that they had today, uh, my skeptical eyebrow got raised. I've seen a little too much uh, posing. They both would do like a similar pose, you know, uh, very Hulk Hogan esque, where they would do a side by side flexing and a different pose, and they're both doing the same kind of thing. Tyson Fury's blowing kisses and shit like that. So. Um, but just being honest, the only reason I want Tyson Fury to get his ass whipped by Tom Schwartz because he's blowing a kiss right next to Michaela Mayer, and I didn't, I didn't appreciate that. I think that uh, home wreckers are no good guys in my book, and uh, you know I, I don't I don't take a whole lot of liking to that. So uh, that's my reasoning behind so. But as I go into the skeptical eyebrow being raised about this fight, um, I wouldn't be surprised if if Schwartz picked up a a briefcase at his doorstep earlier this week. 
Because to me, this is just me, and I figure, uh, look, I expect this shit from a Frenchman, or I expect this from a Canadian, or I expect this from someone along along those ropes to be friendly and 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 all this kind of stuff at a face off for me. I'm I'm going in to fight the Mike Tyson route. It's kill or be killed. We ain't doing no poses, blowing kisses, and doing all this funny shit. So I didn't like that from Tom Swartz at all. Um, you know I understand Ruiz was very loose and smiley and stuff like that, but he wasn't standing there doing the same pose that Joshua was doing, like the fucking, you know, doing some shit that uh, uh, some band members would do, taking a photo op for the fans. And that's what I've seen. If you guys look at the pressure today, I was very, very, very uh, unsatisfied and rubbed the wrong way about that. And for that being given, like that being put on the surface, uh, I just think Tyson Fury is going to wash this guy. Uh, I don't think that he will get a stop. Um, I think Tyson Fury will take him to school. And uh, uh, similar to what we've seen uh, in previous bouts where Tyson Fury was doing his best Muhammad Ali impersonation. I don't look, I, I like Fury. I like his style. I don't like corporate Fury and the way he's been acting. But, you know, I just don't see, even if Fury catches a guy flush and drops him, I don't see him having that same kind of style to get him out of there. You know, he's a, a big money Mayweather, not a big pretty boy Floyd. You know, all the skills in, in the department, and I would like to see him get touched up, but after I've seen all the friendly interactions today, Tom Schwartz isn't going there for war. He's going there for a paycheck and recognition. And with that said, I can't see him putting up much of a valiant effort and just pretty much getting washed out there. Yeah, I, I think I see it the same way you do. Hopefully Tyson Fury washes this guy and we don't have anything too crazy to happen. <laughs> um, Tyson Fury is a guy that I hate, sort of. Like, there's a, it's half and half. I know that he's good for the sport, and I see that, like you said, I see that money Mayweather feel that he has to him, right? But I don't like him. You know, I know I change my mind about Tyson Fury all the time because I, I know that he's good for boxing. I know that Tyson Fury, he's, he's, he's great for heavyweight boxing. But I don't like him. But I hope he gets this Washington. Hopefully nothing happens crazy. I think that, uh, you know, reading up on this guy, Tom Swartz, I don't think he has a chance. But you never, you never really know. JP, Fury 27-0, 19 KOs with, that one, with one draw being against uh, Wilder. And Tom Swartz, 24-0, 16 KOs mostly going against uh, German guys that nobody's ever heard of. Uh, yeah. Look, man, I've never been a big fan of Tyson Fury. I think it's debatable whether or not he's good for boxing. Yes, his personality is intriguing. It's engaging. And he talks good smack. You know, anybody can talk shit, but when it's good, that's, that's when it's good. So, I always believe with Tyson Fury, he's like a better David Price. And But the David Price about him, and Tyson Fury has showed us that he's a tough dude. He gets up. But he's always a punch away to me. Because his game is to be elusive. You know, that's his whole thing. That's his biggest 
asset. You know, but when do we do you recall in your memory of Tyson Fury punching a guy hard? You know, the difference between Tyson Fury and a guy like Mayweather is Mayweather countless times you see that straight right knocking the sweat off somebody's head. Countless amount of time. Let's keep it real. He was Go punching ahead. Wilder hard, especially at the end of that fight. I don't recall. He landed some good. I don't. Nah, he had yeah, I don't before. know about all He's... that. No, nah, he did, because remember, Wilder was about to knock him out, and then he got hit, and then he stopped. Remember, there was a reason why know. Wilder yeah. stopped. Yeah. No, no, there was I a reason why Wilder like stopped. <laughs> he got hit, and he's like, uh-oh. And then he started putting it on him a little bit. I, I don't think you can. Yeah. I don't think you can hate on Fury and like Mayweather at the same time. I think be, if you like Mayweather, you've got to give Fury some credit because it's, it's almost no. the same thing. No, so you, you like Fury. What's different. that thing? I mean, you it's don't like Fury. So what's different. that thing? But I, but I'm not hating on him. I'm not going to sit here and hate on him. It is different, but it's the same. It's different, mm-hmm. but the same. It's all under the same tree. It's not exactly Mayweather, the same. Was attacking in the pocket. Mayweather necessarily, especially towards the end of his career, was not a back foot fighter. In fact, Mayweather was coming forward in the second fight versus Maidana. You know what I mean? So Mayweather, in the latter part of his career, was a dude that was kind of in the phone booth with you, not all this herky jerky Tourette looking shit this dude be doing. And the, here's the even yeah, yeah, it's the not... part about it. Here's the worst part though. He's a fucking heavyweight. Okay, here's here's something we might add to the Outsiders Boxing Podcast. We like our quarterbacks to look like Tom Brady, right? And to me, that means we want our heavyweight, especially if you're 270 pounds, six foot nine, to punch somebody fucking hard and hurt somebody. Not for your whole, your biggest asset to be you herky and jerky and looking like you got Tourette's in the ring and being on the back foot and looking cute and doing kiss faces at people and putting your hands behind your back. That's right. Who wants that, who wants that out the heavyweight champion? I want what Deontay Wilder does. Destruction is what it's called. Uh, comas. Things of that nature. And That's people what wanted I, what Pacquiao and people wanted what Pacquiao was doing. See, but hey, before before we get before we keep on going, did you say did JP say he wanted our uh, quarterbacks to look like uh, Tom Brady? Hold on, man. I, I... What about black on black crime? Where's the white women at? Yeah. Hey, I want my quarterback to look like Cam Newton. Get out of here. Let's take it to let's take it to my man. Let's take it to my man Janelle. Let's take it. I want my quarterback to look like OJ Simpson, dog. Hey, let's take it to my man Janelle out there in New York. Janelle, we're talking about the Fury. Tom Swartz fight. Fury is your guy. You've been pushing him for years. Are you excited about this fight? I mean, I mean yeah, because I'm intrigued in the heavyweight division right now. 
I mean, heavyweight division is like one of the most smokeless divisions out there right now. I mean, of course, the whole Joshua knockout, uh, Wilder's on his rampage, and Tyson Fury is the most skilled guy at, at heavyweight. And, and I don't Wilder, I mean, Fury gave you knockouts throughout his career. Man, he didn't always get knockouts. I mean, he was always go for knockouts, but yet, if it's there, man, he takes it. I mean, I've seen, like, the, as the man don't got no pop, the man's got pop. I mean, he just doesn't come out throwing the Hail Mary Haymakers like Wilder does, but, you know what I'm saying, Wilder doesn't go looking for knockouts. Well, well a Wilder goes looking for knockouts where Fury, if it's dead, he'll take it. Yeah, when, I mean, he's we, a mature when he hurt fighter. somebody? When the last time he hurt somebody? Huh? Shit, he had Wilder hurt a few he, times in that fight. He had Wilder hurt a few times in that fight. When's the last time clearly, uh, Fury clearly hurt somebody? Like I said, he let, he clearly hurt Wilder in that man. fight, man. I mean, y'all hating on him. Okay, look, look. Nobody's hating on him. I don't know. I said I'm not hating on him. I don't know how could y'all be fans of boxing and and not and and have so much hatred for Tyson Fury when, when the man is the most skilled guy at heavyweight. He's a very skillful dude, man. For a guy six nine to move the way he does and put together punches the way he does. I mean, against the fight with Gladwin McClisco was a dull fight. That was a bore. That was a boring fight. I'm not I'm, I'm not disputing that. I'm, I mean, that fight put me to fucking sleep. You know what I mean? And but I don't know. He gave you knockouts. Wilder. It would have put you to sleep with Wilder if Wilder hadn't dropped his ass twice. He's a fucking no, no. sleeping no, kid. He's even a before, six foot nine Even before kid. Wilder dropped him, man. Even before Wilder dropped him, I mean, Fury's put up a good performance. I mean, those rounds weren't going rounds that he was winning. Those were... No, no, no. I don't think so. Six nine sleeping pills, I mean, like man. I said, I mean, all Wilder kept doing was loading up, loading up. He wasn't even setting them up. He was just loading up, loading up. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Fury's got talent, man. I enjoy watching the guy fight. You know what I'm saying? Not all the times, but I mean, the guy gives you some exciting fights sometimes. Man. He gives you some exciting performance at times. I mean, his ability to hit and don't get hit for a heavyweight. That's not easy, man. That's not easy. I respect it. I'll say I mean, this for the record, though. Let me just say this for the record before everybody, anybody get me twisted. I respect it. I don't like it. It's a complete difference. I'm just, and look at his not. How many knockouts did he score? 19. 19 exactly. KOs. His last, uh, he exactly. KO'd some bum. But his last real, he retired some guys, I, Hammer, Chisora, uh, who else? Sheferi, Pinati. Who are these guys? I don't know. Last guy he KO was Steve Cunningham. Steve Cunningham is what? My size. One, oh, come on, pounds. <laughs> he is. Nah, he Steve Cunningham's 6'4". You ain't his size. He's like 5'10". Anybody can KO Steve Cunningham, no disrespect. But you know, Steve I'm God. just saying the guy gave me knockouts. Look at his knockout ratio, man. Look at his knockout ratio to his wins, man. I mean, the guy gave I mean, the guy gave you knockouts. I mean, I don't understand, man. It's like y'all want every time it's like getting a ring to to, to 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 score a knockout every single time, or just a load up and 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 just go looking for knockouts. But the guy was signed to be fighter, man. The last time I mean, you can't disrespect the recent times I've seen Fury, he ain't even looking like to even hurt nobody. He want to be in there herky jerky. Well, keep in mind his going, going backwards. His long layoff, his long layoff, actually his hands behind his back. I thought he, 
I thought he fought Fury a little. I mean, I'm not Fury. I thought he fought Wilder a little too soon, coming off his layoff. I thought he fought him a little too soon, honestly. I mean, those two fights he, he had before Wilder, I thought he should took. I thought he should have took a couple more fights before he fought Wilder because I thought he would have been rushed. That's why I didn't even. On my pick, him to get knocked out in that fight. I thought he was going to be rusty as hell, and he was rusty as hell, honestly, compared to what he was before he took his layoff. You know what I mean? So I thought he should have fought a couple more times before he fought Wilder. But uh, after all that said, in this fight, I think Fury scores a seventh round stoppage. You know, I, mean, I think he stops him in seven rounds. The referee's gonna stop it in seven rounds. What's he gonna? What's he gonna? I mean, what's he gonna uh, Fury, read him a bedtime story mid fight. He's gonna give him a boxing lesson. <laughs> he's gonna break. He's gonna break him down, and then <laughs> and then he's gonna put the guy punches, and then he's gonna fucking finish him off. That's exactly what he's gonna do. Fury. I don't know. Here's Fury. the thing, Skip. I ain't never seen that 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 will for him to go to that step across that line and try and finish somebody in a fight, but. I mean, it'd be a, it, it, hey, hey, I'll, I'll 19 KOs, man. Nice 19 KOs. See, I, 19 think, yeah, I think we're not keeping it real. See, yeah, that's why. That's why exactly. I think that people are that he, we're not really keeping it real. Because if you look at it, remember he fought two bums before he fought Wilder. He stopped. He stopped those guys. And a midget. Remember that he didn't, And a midget. Remember he yeah, fought he that little short ass midget. Yeah. Right. So we saw him stop those guys. He didn't. He he looked boring against Vladimir Klitschko. He got all the belts unanimous decision. The guys before going up before Vladimir Klitschko, he had a stoppage, 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 unanimous decision, stoppage, stoppage, stoppage. So I think we're giving. Yeah, we might be giving a bad rap. But how many of those dudes could I have stopped? How many of them dudes could <laughs> I have stopped? No, no. Yeah, hey, no. Y'all hating on Fury hard body, man. Come on, stop hating on the man. I mean, the man gave you knockouts. And, and, not, and not to come off his long layoff, like I said, I think he should have fought Wilder. He's like, he should fight Wilder right not now. Not He's giving a stop. He's not giving the sleepers. No, it ain't the same. Knocking out the the Uber Eats guy. And oh. y'all counting that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hard. yeah. Hate on that man hard, man. <laughs> hey, y'all some racist motherfuckers. Y'all some racist motherfuckers. That's y'all are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Racist, man. Who is that? I'm I'm backing you up, man. I'm saying that we're giving we might be we might be nah, cheating man. uh nah, Fury nah, because nah, of his main nah, fight. Nah. I'm the one that said he got Poly all the Poly Six nine Poly Malinazi. Paul might not go get Paul might like don't get bruises. Man, he'll been bruising my faces up really. He doesn't even cause a mark on anybody, so <laughs> that's hey, definitely hate compared to Pauly Malinazi. I can't tell when he ever it's probably it's probably similar. I can't tell when he ever even bruised somebody. Has he ever even bruised somebody before? Seriously. Well, at least he never at least he never oh, yeah. uppercut himself. He bruised. Uh, How long ago was that? He bruised my man, uh, the baby bull. Who did he bruise? In Houston. The baby bull in Houston. Oh, one more. Um, he's got half. I'm gonna call him bruising him up. Got half the KOs. He's half the size. Hey, I think Fury's going to claim his spot as the best heavyweight out there. He fights Wilder. He's going to outbox Wilder for 12 rounds. You know what I mean? He's going to claim he's gonna claim his spot as the best heavyweight, and then y'all going to stop hating on the man. Yeah, well, I'm not he's hating. Claim I'm not spot. hating on him. Nah, you racist. Dropped hey, you don't, you don't like London, dude, anyway. You don't like so you got the seventh round. You've got the seventh round win, uh, seven round stoppage. JP, what did you have your official pick? 
Ah, shit. Let me get Fury with a 10th round stoppage. Oh, oh, oh. He's picking a stoppage. I thought he doesn't go for it. Damn. Uber that makes no sense. I can knock out the Uber Eats guy. Who the hell is short? Uh, is yeah, he the Uber Eats yeah. guy? <laughs> you say all he do is perky God, jerky, but you're picking him to get a stoppage. That's crazy. Yeah, the man who's twenty four and zero. I'm picking a uh, unanimous decision. I'm not. I don't think he's going to stop Swartz. I think Swartz might be actually a, a, a large size guy that can be able to just take the batter, take the little peppering. The last couple of guys have been little guys that couldn't take the peppering. You know, if you get too much pepper in your nose, you're going to sneeze. You might get an re- allergic reaction and fall out. But it's not the same as getting punched in the face. So I think he'll he'll be. Able, I think Swartz will actually get the go all 12 and get the unanimous L. Well, let's go and take it to something else. Hey, man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. An actual fight that I'm I'm a little interested in coming on on ESPN, I guess probably during the during the daytime because it is uh, two European cats, two UK cats, I believe. Uh, Josh Warrington, 28 no. Six KOs, so these guys really ain't talking about nothing. And Kid Galahad, twenty-six and zero, versus uh, with fifteen KOs for his IBF featherweight title. Um, we remember seeing, we remember seeing Josh Warrington fight uh, Frampton, his last fight, giving him that unanimous L. Um, Warrington is a guy that I've been watching for for a while now. I'm trying to see he's probably since 2017, so for a couple of years. I saw him fight for that WBC belt uh, against Kiko Martinez for uh, and, and give him that. Um, it was a close fight. It was a pretty good fight. It was a fight that made me say, I'm about to watch this guy. Uh, I saw him fight against Lee Shelby with the split decision. That was a good fight. I saw him give Carl Frampton at work. And this guy, Kid Galahad, I, I saw him one time, I think, on like a Kell Brook card in the daytime and I just remember thinking he might be all right he has that you know not to be probably just because he's a a brown guy from the UK but he's got that uh uh, Prince Nazim feel but he isn't as flashy he's a southpaw you know I think this might be a pretty good fight I'm not 100% sure this guy kid uh Galahad he hasn't really fought anybody of any any worse at all anybody anybody's worried about but I'm sort of interested in this fight. If I'm around, I'm definitely uh, I'm definitely going to check it out. We'll so I'm not going to make a pick. I like Josh Warrington. I'm pretty sure he's probably going to win. I think Kid Galahad got got popped a while a while back. It looks like he uh he did a two year suspension for 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 substance abuse. Or whatever. So he did it back back in 2016, 2014 to 16, looks like. So he's been pushing his way back up, and uh, this is his big chance. But I think Warrington's gonna probably whoop his ass. We'll see how that goes. But I think it should be a good fight. Um, JP, you know anything about uh, Warrington and Kid Galahad? Uh, seeing Warrington Frampton wasn't too impressed. Don't know anything about the other guy. So. I won't be stopping any of my functioning for this fight. Yeah, I'll let you know about it on the uh, if it's good or not. Work watching. 
but we'll see. If not, if anything, I'll, I'm definitely going to check it out on uh, YouTube. Janelle, anything on that fight? Oh, so I had the phone on mute because I was, uh, I was, um, which I was talking about because I didn't really catch it. Just Josh Warrington, Kid Galahad, IBF featherweight title, ESPN. I don't got Anything much on that one. I don't got much on it. Nothing on that one. All right, yeah. Yeah, it's nothing really to talk about. Like I said, these just two UK guys. If you're around, probably I don't know exactly what time is going on, but I think it's going to be a pretty good fight. These guys over here talking noise to each other, and they're both undefeated. And nobody's knocking each other out, so they're just going to be throwing a whole bunch of punches, blooding each other up. So so let's go on to the next one. Hey, man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. That was it with all the boxing that's going on. There's a few other fights, but nothing really worth mentioning that anybody knows anything about. Um, earlier this week, I think it was a couple of days ago, my man Andre Ward came out with his pound for pound list. And um, we, since there's not too much to talk about, we're going to go ahead and talk about that. And uh, I'll say the list. Uh, we'll, uh, we're going to take it to the guys first, and then we'll we'll have a little, you know, we'll, a little back and forth. But um, let me say Andre Ward's pound for pound list. He, at number one, he's got Terrence Crawford. Number two, Lomachenko. Number three, Canelo. Number four, Usyk. Number five, Inoue. Number six, Wilder. Number seven, Spence Jr. Number eight, Mikey Garcia. Number nine, Manny Pacquiao. And number 10, Juan Estrada. Now, I look at this list. Damn, no Errol Spence in there? Yeah, Errol Spence was number seven. No Errol Spence in there? Errol Spence was number seven. Okay, I didn't hear that. My bad. Yeah, so, man, I look at this look at this and I, I I'm pretty I'm pretty good with it. You know, you got Crawford at number one. I think we all agree on the line now that Crawford is number one. Number two, do we all agree that it's Lomachenko? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I'll take Yo, it. agree is number two we agree that's Lomachenko. Canelo's number, number three. three. Not Canelo. I got Who would you have at three. number three? You got Spence, I got number, Spence three. number three. Spence has beat who? Yes, sir. Who is huh? Spence beat? I said, who is Spence beat? He, he beat everyone he fought. Including, yeah, but who are these guys? Including Brooks. Uh, Kel Brooks. Beat Brooks. Um, uh, Mikey Garcia. Um, Mikey Garcia. He set the fight. Who else? He beat everyone else. He, everybody else they put in okay. front of him. So if we're keeping it 100% real, we know that Canelo is rated higher than Earl Spence. Would you agree, JP? I mean, a guy who's only beat two guys I'm a Canelo versus guy a guy who like it or not, he got some... like, it don't matter about that. It ain't about what you thought. No, it it's about what matter. happened. Pound for pound ranking is who's the most dominant in the division. That's pound for pound. Who's the most dominant in the, who's the, most dominant in the division? And I don't think Canelo's more dominant than Spence was or has been. But he's I think the, Crawford is most dominant. 
Huh? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, JP, what do you feel about what do you feel about Canelo and Spence at uh three? Well, subjective. All of it's subjective. However, I can't argue Canelo. He may not have be dominant at one sixty, but again he is moving up to one sixty as of recent and he took on the monster. Uh whether you think he won or not, he fought it close enough. Um so that said, I, I'm cool with Canelo being three. I'm not. Voted off. I mean, I feel you. So, so you got Usyk. What about? So y'all probably have Spence after that. Or do y'all have Usyk or Inoue? No, Usyk is the what the uh, he was the undisputed cruiserweight champ. Then he beat Tony Bellew. I think I'll probably have Spence over him. But when you go, I like for, you know, if you go for, yeah, if you go for accolades, really Usyk is probably number four. I mean, if we're just keeping it real on what they've done, like you know, it's about yeah. what you've done. It's not what you can do. It's what you've done. Earl Spence, we think he's one of the best, but he hasn't done it yet. So me, I'm gonna go ahead have, and beat them. He just doesn't. His opponents don't have the names attached to them. You know, he's beaten everybody in dominant fashion, but the guys he's beaten aren't heralded. So, you know, that's what's holding the guys he's beaten have been beat. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, him going up to heavyweight, I think Usyk Hey, man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Oh, shit. No, that was an accident. Uh, uh, But him going up to heavyweight. Yeah, I believe That's he can be pick off one of these guys. I believe he can hang with all of them. Actually, this guy might be something we've never seen before. So, and he's big enough, man. We've seen that footage first with him versus hey, Joe. The heavyweight division is popping, man. The heavyweight division is popping. I'm looking forward to that. I'm excited about it. I can't tell when I've been excited about the heavyweight division in so long. I mean, Shit, uh, the nineties. Let's see what Foreman. Evander Foreman, Bo, those type of guys, early nineties. Tyson. Yeah. Well, well I think Usyk, so I think I think even uh Janelle agrees Usyk is over Earl Spence. So we all agree it's Crawford, Lomachenko, Alvarez, Usyk. Then we Inui, I don't know if I'm giving him, even though he just wiped that guy out, I don't know if I got him. At number five, Ward has him up there. I think probably Spence and the Nui around the same. I think I got Spence at number five. What do y'all think? I got I, I got Spence number I got Spence number four. I told you that. I mean, no, you three. have him number three. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I said so, three. I corrected myself. So who you think you got at five? But but also, I mean, like I got to, I told you. Hello? That, a long time ago. I told you guys a long time ago. I told you a long time ago. After one, two, and three, I don't really have guys in, in specific order in the pound for rankings. I told you guys on the back on the old show that I don't really like go all the way to 10 cause, because, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's just me personally. I have my top three guys, top three, four guys sometimes the most, but I never really go all the way to 10. But, 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 but one thing I want to say about word, I got wild, the number six. I always thought pound for pound meant 
every fighter except the heavyweights because the heavyweights is ranked as the best in the world because, of course, okay, say, for instance, ain't no welterweight is going to beat fucking Wild in the boxing ring. And I thought the pound-pound ranking was uh, listed like, okay, who's the best besides him? That's just what I always thought. But, I mean, uh, no, pound I guess it's times is, change. I guess that kind of... Yeah, pound for pound. No, but I'm saying, more it's like Francis. It's like Francis. Like I know. It's like Francis. You didn't let me finish what I was saying. You don't even know what no, I was no, saying. No, no, my own Adam Trump, too. I would say one okay. thing. Okay, because if you look at how they got, okay, Ali's the greatest, but pound for pound, the greatest of all time, even Ali stated it was Sugar Ray Robinson. That's pound for pound because, of course, he can't beat Ali because Ali's too big. So it was every division except heavyweight. That's what I always thought it was, but. I guess as times change, I guess that kind of changed United heavyweights in the pound pound top ten ranking. But I guess, I mean that's just how it is. I mean, but I just always yeah, thought I that thought it was pound like for pound every division. Pound, pound for pound means pound for pound. So if we weighed the same, who would win? That's what I think it means. So if we both yeah. weigh I mean, one seventy five, who would win? So. They so people are saying so if you're a heavyweight and you're just killing everybody, you could still be the pound for pound best guy, best boxer in the game. But heavyweight, but see, you like know, when they first started, just, I see what you're saying, but like, okay, like, I know when that thing first started, the whole pound pound thing uh, first started. It first started because, of course, you know, like, I don't, I don't care how good Spence or Canelo is, uh, those guys are not going to beat Deontay Wilder. And that's why the heavyweights right. are ranked as the best in, as the best fighter in the world. And 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 the pound pound thing first started. It started because okay, it's accolades for all the other divisions except heavyweight because the heavyweight is the best. It just is what it is. Nobody's gonna no welterweight is knocking out a fucking heavyweight or gonna run around the ring all four pounds for fucking heavyweight. I mean, like I said, I guess they must have changed as time went along. But I mean, what initially started back in the days, I mean that's what it started for. But times have changed, like I said. It just changed, I guess. No disrespect. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, I don't think it's changed. I think that it's in the name. It's pound for pound. So it's like Roy Jones ain't going to beat whoever the, whoever the heavyweight champion was at that time. He's not going to beat him. But if Roy Jones and him were the same size, he would whoop their ass like he would whoop anybody else's ass that's his size. So that's what it means. So you could be the guy that's going to win, but you're not the best boxer. That's a, I mean, that's what pound for pound means. It means pound for pound. That means we both weigh the same. So I think it's always meant the same thing. And they started, it started when the heavyweight division started going south and the, the little guys were a little better than the heavyweight. So now they had to say, all right, well, the heavyweight isn't the best boxing going on, even though they would whoop everybody's ass. It's not the best boxing going on anymore. We've got these other guys that are smaller that are better boxers. So these are the best boxers in the game, pound for pound, best boxer in the game. Not that you're going to win. Yeah, I, I agree with Willa. But, I, but and I'm sure if you just yeah. if you if you looked up like greatest pound for pound list, you'll soon see a heavyweight. So it has nothing to do with, um, you know, excluding. Or heavyweights being excluded from the list. On that, if you do it all, well, actually, the list, you'll... actually, you're wrong about that. Actually, you're wrong about that. You're wrong about that because Tyson was named the boxer of the '80s, but he wasn't a pound pound, a uh, 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 best of the '80s. 
No, no, because he wasn't the pound for pound best of the eighties. Uh, Tyson. He was the best Muhammad Ali. They say Muhammad Ali is the number four best fighter fighter of all, uh, pound for pound best. Sugar Ray Robinson, Armstrong, Pep, Ali, Joe Lewis are four and five. Jack Johnson is number six. Well, who's rated as the goat? But who's rated as the goat though? Ali. This is what I mean. No, Ali. This is what I mean. That's not the same thing. This is what I mean. It's not really. He's the goat. That's the greatest. That's for a whole bunch of stuff. But they don't say he's the best boxer of all time. Nobody says nobody says Ali is the best boxer of all time. Not that many people say that. Oh my goodness. He's rated the greatest boxer of all. Everybody always says that. No, he's that's rated the pound, goat. Pound, no, that's just something he gave it. That's just something he gave himself. I'm the goat, and he is the goat. No, no, he's the no. greatest of all time. But he wasn't the best boxer of all time. He wasn't the best. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, right? All right, forget, forget. It's, it's gonna be a lot of going back. It, it, it's, it's a lot of going but back. I do on agree this. with you. Right, let's talk about something else. But I do agree with you on one through three. After one through three, I can maybe go to five. I can go to five, but after that. I mean, who really cares? These guys, I've always, it's a whole bunch of different I've always stuff. been like that. I've always been like that. I've, I've been like that from, like, since way back when I, I've really been following boxing. Like, it's, it's like, after one to three, it's like, okay, I don't care about the rest. I not that I don't care, but I don't care about ranking them in, in specific order. You know what I mean? Even back when De La Hoya, Roy Jones, and Tito, or Shane Mosley, back in those days, I always had, like, one, two, three, and after that, so whatever you want to put them up, you want to put them. I mean, no, I agree with you on that. Before we close, uh, before we close that one out, JP, you got anything on the list? No, sir, man. I think we wrapped it up. We know what it is. All right, let's on to the next one. Hey, man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Now, JP sent an interesting tweet uh, to us today. And I think um, it's something that we could talk about because I think I have a very totally different outlook on this, man. Um, it was a tweet by some guy named uh, John S. Nance uh, at Hey Not The Face. He says this is a pretty sharp criticism of uh, top rank and the endorsement of Al Heyman considering the fact that he jumped ship at the beginning of the year, right? This is a – so he's – just giving this guy a shout out because this is the one he sent. Um, this is a boxing scene tweet where uh, Andy Ruiz he says that um, you know he almost quit boxing. You know he was broke and like a year ago he was unhappy. And uh, here goes the, the quote right here: "I'm happy. A year ago I wanted to leave boxing. I had no money, but I did not want to live on the streets." I was doing bad things with friends, doing things where my dad had to look for me in their homes and take me to train. But boxing helped me not to be in the streets or in bad areas. Uh, I am what, uh, thanks to my dad. So, so the question was, you know, the big question is, Bob Arum had this guy. Now all of a sudden, Fury, I mean, not Fury, now all of a sudden Ruiz Jr., is a Mexican household name. Now I want to take it to you, JP, to let, uh, to let, because I know you have a strong feeling on this. 
You know, the Mexicans have been going wild. You said at the beginning of the show that uh, Ruiz Jr. has brought a new new demographic or a new group of people to the boxing to the boxing game. So I want you to explain that and tell me how you saw these comments and how they uh, uh, what they said about Bob Arum as top ranked boxer. Well, man, it's, it's I guess it's not too complex or anything. It's just a simple dropping of the ball on behalf of top-ranking Bob Arum. But I think it's pretty simple why. They didn't think Andy Ruiz is that good, simply put. Because if you have a Mexican heavyweight, for one, that's a rare commodity. And when I say commodity, you got to know, you know, the Mexican demographic, they go fill up these stadiums out here in L.A. when it comes to the fights. And I'm sure in Houston and Dallas also. So much of the um, the eastern, south, south, uh, the western, southern part of the country, it's the Mexican demographics that is filling up these stadiums. So similarly to having a white, a great white hope, a Mexican heavyweight is is of that echelon, is of that prestigious, rare commodity to have, and they had one who holds three belts right now, if I'm not mistaken, but they let him go. They weren't seemingly weren't concerned about him. Didn't, didn't care to invest of him. He was broke. He was hanging with the homies. He say his dad had to come get him. Al Heyman picked him up and we hit the jackpot. Uh, I think it's, you know, you've had all these other fighters go take these big deals and, and they ask all the PBC fighters, why wouldn't you leave? They ask Wilder, why won't you leave? And that's been a big conversation over the past couple of years in boxing when it comes to Al Heyman and his management or advisory to his fighters. These guys seem pretty loyal to him. You have uh, Louis, uh, Santa Cruz naming the, uh, his child after Al Heyman. So that's all it is, man. Really, I just find it interesting that they didn't capitalize or see that Ruiz was a commodity. And I, I, I don't believe that Al Heyman, this is any, like, omen-type brilliance on behalf of Al Heyman. I just believe that, you know, I think they got lucky here. I think they got lucky. Uh, but it, it's, it's fallen in the lap, so to speak, of Al Heyman, if you ask me. But Obviously, Al seen the potential because Louis said, you know, when he was down and out, Al said, here, here, here go a contract, here go some money, and boom, guess what? I got you a fight with Anthony Joshua all of a sudden, you know? And, you know, the cars have, you know, been dealt how they have. But interesting dynamic. I like what Andy Ruiz has brought to boxing. You got the Mexican fan in conversation about heavyweight boxing. That's something I've never, this is new to me. This is new to me, okay? And they're all in. And and if you, by the sounds of them, now going into this thing, they was all like, you know, Ruiz, man, you know, he's cool, you know, da, da, da. Now he got hella foot speed, he hella explosive, and and he hurts people, and and everybody's taking him to win the rematch with Joshua. I don't know, man. Almost initially, like I ride with our moniker here, we want our we want our quarterbacks to look like 
Tom Brady. And what that means is Anthony Joshua looks like Tom Brady when it comes to boxing. But I think I want Ruiz now to pull out this, this rematch because he brings a whole different conversation dynamic to boxing, something new, something refreshing out there. Um, I, I, I don't mind the new, the new competition, the new rivalries. Um, and if we can get that Wilder Ruiz showdown, oh, boy. Uh, they're probably going to do it here at, at Stadium, man. That's going to be fun. And that's going to be lit. The city will be lit if that fight is at Stadium. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, in reading the WBC and the WBA got together, together, and they want to see a um, a unification fight between those two guys. But you know, I doubt that Joshua lets this lets this go. Um, Janelle, what what do you think this says about Bob Arum? You know, Ruiz Jr. being one of the biggest names in boxing right now today. And uh, him saying a couple of years ago he was broke. I mean, I mean, if that's the, I mean, well, actually, right now, Reese is one of the biggest names in boxing right now. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, he took over the heavyweight division by storm. He just captured. Uh, I mean, he beat the man who had all the titles, and, and he is a big name right now. Uh, and, and if you can capitalize it and beat Joshua again. Yeah, I mean it's gonna it's gonna prove that a hey, wasn't no uh, it wasn't just a bad night, and then if he goes out there, shoot, he could do against the guys like Wilder and Fury. I don't think he beats even one of those two, but um, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, it says a lot, man. I, I mean, one fight could change your whole fucking life, man. If the guy was broke, you said the guy was broke a year ago. He said he was broke, or how long ago he was broke? Yeah. I mean, I'm like Buster Douglas, man. I'm the guy got rich off of one fucking fight, but I hope he can keep his hunger because um, if he doesn't keep that hunger, then hey, uh, he's gonna be a one hit wonder. Yeah, so the way I mean, the victory lap. Huh? Yeah, he's got a victory lap, and, and his life has changed. But the way I look at it, it was like he was the what, the fourth or fifth choice, you know, that was just all luck. And if he would have got beat, he wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't, he's not going to be able to get this money. You know what I'm saying? So I think it was all luck. I, I mean, the I, endorsements with Snickers, uh, Snickers gave him a big-ass yeah, endorsement deal the other day. Yeah, no, his life has changed. But I, and, but I don't think he, I think it was just luck because I don't really believe that Joshua was 100%. Uh, I'm not giving him, you know, I don't really believe that in the rematch that he's going to even be able to hang with uh, with Joshua. I think it was just he got lucky. The the stars aligned perfectly for him that night, and he got the win. And, uh, you know, I think that this was just a fluke. But I do understand what JP's saying about, I mean, you've got a Mexican heavyweight. You probably want to push him a little harder than uh you know than they were pushing him but you know he's a fat mexican heavyweight that nobody with with short arms say that again i mean i'm out just hope he could i mean 
I'm, he got short arms, but hey, Joe Frazier has short arms, and he, uh, I mean, he beat big guys. You know what I'm saying? Again, again, you get inside, bang with their body. I mean, that's the whole key. Dude, if but, this uh, dude can legitimize himself, if he can legitimize himself with another win, I think his body actually works for him. Being that he's built just like an average Mexican dude, they're gonna they're, they're gonna feast on that fact. It's just gonna empower them more. Like, yeah, homie, we don't need no fucking six packs and shit, eh? You know, we doing it like this, and um, I think it just works. I think it works. And it works, yeah. I mean, it does work, but I don't think it's going to work for long. I mean, that's the thing. Do we seriously – I mean, I guess y'all are giving him a chance against Joshua. I don't think he has a chance against Joshua this next fight. I don't think he has a chance against Wilder or Fury. You know, I don't think he's top tier. But, you know, he might be good enough to to last. So we'll definitely see, man. Uh you know, I don't know if they, you know, they're trying to clown Bob Aaron because he had it. He had that commodity, but I don't think, I don't. A fat Mexican guy with short arms. I'm, I'm probably thinking we're all probably thinking the same thing Bob Aaron was thinking. He ain't got, you know, he ain't got the goods. But, you know, Al Heyman jumped up and got, you know, and got it and got it done. So I think that was all luck. I don't really think that says too much about Bob Aaron. I think that's just how the game goes, man. But hey man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. It was a little short week, a little short show. You know, during the hour, my man uh, RC said he was getting the sandwich. That was AKA going out to the club, probably. So he never came back. But I think that's where we're gonna end it. I know he wanted to shout out Michaela Mayer. Uh, she's having a, I think her fourteenth fight coming up on the ESPN show uh, the Tyson Fury thing. I think it's coming on. I guess it's going to be a full day of boxing on ESPN. I don't know exactly how that's going to work. I got my schedule from boxing team, and, they, you know, they be off sometimes. So we'll see how that goes, man. But before we get out of here, JP, uh, you know, the uh, Warriors are still alive. Uh, any, are you going to be talking about this, any, on the uh, relatively black and the fat and black podcast, which you host on Blog Talk Radio? Yes, sir. I'll be going live tonight, my brother, uh, breaking her all down and talking about some of this shit, how we do. So hopefully you can join my friends and anybody else out there listening. Check for that, hey, man. Make that sure you share, podcast, like, and comment. Oh, hey, I'm just, podcast, I, yeah. I'll get my number from Willow. No doubt, no doubt. Will do. All right. All right, folks. Before we get out of here, uh, Janelle, anything you got? Anything you want to say? Anything you got? I just got to say one thing. I'm the most knowledgeable boxing uh, correspondent on this show, and y'all better respect that. That was just pure comedy. So we got uh yeah, I wanna uh thank everybody again for listening. Hey, sorry for the we didn't get the show off last Sunday. I don't know what happened. 
Blog Talk was tripping, but if you listen to the beginning of the show, they were they were tripping at the beginning. So, I, I, you know, it didn't surprise me that that happened. But we'll see y'all to break down the fights, give y'all any good news, any bad news that's going on. Yeah, speaking of good news, uh, Zab Judah, Zab Super Judah is all right. You know, last week he was he, he caught a beating, got had blood blood uh on the brain, brain bleeding yeah, yeah, or something sad. like that sad, in the man. coma. Yeah, but he's all right. That's he made it up. Everything's good. So, you know, shout out to uh, to Super Judah. But we'll catch y'all on Sunday. This was the E is for the E and N, uh, the E and ESPN stands for European episode. We'll catch y'all on Sunday outside this boxing podcast midweek. Peace. Podcast.